Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Boys and girls, this is the Undisputed Era. Adam Cole, Kylo Riley, Roderick Strong, and you're listening to Going In Raw, baby. This is Shayna Baszler, and you're watching Going In Raw. This is the knockout artist, Cassius Ono, and you're going in raw. Hey, friendo, Steve here. And Larson. Whoa. When are young you going to get... Young boy. Thank young boy. Young boy Larson. Thank you. And welcome back to Going In Raw. It's the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Steve and Larson and available wherever podcasts can be found. Uh, if you're watching us on YouTube, hey man, smash that like button. Let's try to get this one up to 605 likes. The NXT episodes really seem to need them these days. Yeah, they need, uh, they need the extra little push. There's just a general, I think, a general, like, you know, declining uh, uh, interest level in wrestling these days that we've noticed. Uh, yeah, it's, it's it's a bit interesting considering that uh, basically everybody's home. You'd think uh, TV viewership numbers across the board would be through the roof, but that doesn't necessarily seem to be the case. No, they're finding other things to do. Everybody is live streaming, dude. As we're, as we're, we're filming this live on the Twitch, Adam Cole is live streaming. Wrestling hey, Observer hey. is live streaming. Everybody's live streaming. I've noticed more when I get on Instagram. I've noticed more just people doing the live video stuff, man. Yeah. It's just, it's yeah. the... Th- it's the thing to do. Everybody, nobody's watching. Everybody's just filming. They're all just out there doing their thing. They're they're the ones broadcasting. Mm-hmm. You might be onto something there. Anyways, uh, yeah. What do you do when like nobody's watching? Everybody's the ones. They're all just broadcasting. I don't know. I might find out if I get if I if I. I I slept like garbage last night, so oh, I was no. hoping to be able to do the uh, the music live stream today uh, tonight. We'll see if I have the 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 oomph to do it. I hope so too. I was gonna try to do like you doing that. I was gonna do a, either a drawing or a, like an art live stream or a gaming live stream on Tuesday, knowing that you were gonna perhaps do it on Thursdays. I was gonna stake the Tuesday night spot for me. Uh, and uh, and yeah, I don't have. I think the thing is at my is at our office. Uh, so I got to go and I might gra- go try to grab a load from there today. Um, Anyways, uh, let's talk about this, man. Let's talk about NXT. That's what that's what we're here to do. Uh, fairly significant episode last night uh, with what seems to be, I don't know, on one hand, I think it's, uh, I, I've, I saw some evidence of divisiveness on this Champa Gargano uh, sort of specially yeah. filmed match. Uh, but I put up, I did put up a poll. And so I wanted to kind of use that as like a, a jumping a point here. I think the thing is, it, it feels to me like the people who are, Maybe uh, hardcore NXT fans really came out for this poll, maybe, or maybe this was just actually the general sentiment amongst our audience anyways. But I was kind of curious or I was kind of interested uh, to see that um, a full 83% gave this either yay. So I offered up four options, man. I said yay, nay, mostly good, some meh, or mostly bad, some good. Uh, I I sort of left out the option of right down the middle because I think generally speaking, you're going to fall on either side as opposed to just down the middle, maybe. So I figured I'd add I'd add a little bit more shades of gray in there. There wasn't a fifth option. So that's why I didn't do a straight. Wouldn't wouldn't, wouldn't right down the middle be the ultimate uh, kind of shades of gray. 
Yeah, but I mean, I'll put it this way. I think that the, the, the results here on the mostly good some meh and the yay sort of speak volumes as to why it was a good idea not to include that if something had to give. Because mostly good some meh was 40%, yay was 43%. So a full 83% of people were on the more positive than negative side uh, and only 17% were on the negative side, mostly bad, some good, and nay sort of split their own votes, eight and 9% respectively. So that was kind of an interesting, you know, but then what's funny about that, what's funny about the poll is that the majority of, the vast majority of the people who actually responded and had something to say about it, most of those were uh, were negative or at least had. I think a lot of these were sort of let's see here. Uh, I'll just read out some of these because it's sort of interesting to get the friendos opinions on stuff. Uh, let's see here. Wilbert uh, Pion said. The commercial breaks ruin the pace of the match. Simply Shaggy also said the same thing about the commercial breaks. Uh, let's see here. Noah didn't even watch it. So he, I mean, why would you respond if you didn't even watch it? He said, I'm, I was bored with this before it started. Well, you didn't watch it then. Uh, and then uh, Chris said, this match made me no longer care about either man. Uh, Chester said, who is voting yay? Who are you people? I've never hated a match that much, which, which confuses me also. I had a fairly nuanced, I think my view on it is fairly nuanced. I'd probably fall in the mostly good, but uh, some of it was meh category. I would fall right in the category that you did include right down the middle. Okay, oh, interesting. 50-50. Yeah, yeah. So you saw equal sort of equal parts yay and nay. Yeah. Okay, that's it interesting. Was, it was overly long at points, ponderous. Well, hold on a second. Um, let's Let's start but, on the other side of things, man. What did you like about the match? Why can't I start from where I want to start? Why do we have to start with the positive? Why can't we start with like a full, full, full breadth of what I think? Oh, okay. Well, go ahead then. That's cool. Uh, like essentially, like the, whatever the whole stuff they've done the truck was largely pointless. Okay. Like the whole middle section when they're out in the truck, it's like they just want to get some fresh air. Hey, let's find on top of the truck because we haven't seen that. We just saw that WrestleMania. You're, hey, you ever been in an hour long match? Maybe you need some fresh air. Maybe it was super stuff. If they're in Florida. <laughs> Could be. No, I understand that. It's probably I mean, like walking in into this, place. walking in this kayfabe wise, they don't know it's going to be an hour long. Okay. Um, uh, that whole section, like the whole middle section, if they had chopped that out mm-hmm. and and just did some, uh, you know, like uh, 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 fisticuffs inside the venue, Chompa rips off the. Did they show Chompa ripping off the the maps on TV? Yeah, I okay, think. I, that, that, I, I swear to God, I saw that, but because, I could be because, filling in the gaps uh, myself. Maybe because I was skipping through commercials because I watched it this morning, mm-hmm. and when I stopped the skipping through the commercials, the the maps were already off. I'm like, how the hell did that happened? I thought I, I thought I saw him do it, or right okay, after, because I I thought I remember Drake saying, "Hey, Champa, stop doing that," that or be. something like that. That could, that could be. Um, like it started out fine. The end when they actually started getting to the nuts and bolts of the emotional aspect of the match was fine. Mm-hmm. Just the whole middle section, just it just seemed like it was tossed in there to fill the match out to fill time on the episode, which I understand. Uh, they have to uh, uh, fill episodes out in ways they might not have before due to everything that's going on. Um, but I think it came at the expense of building up the drama and the, in the, in the story they were trying to tell when they just had them on the truck uh, brawling and there's no real point to it beyond, hey, let's go out in the truck and brawl for a little bit because it seemed like it'd be cool. Um, it did, I just didn't really feel like it added much to it. Uh I think the thing that bothered, not necessarily bothered me, but I have reservations about, is that this they said Triple H is all, all right, it ends here. Given how it ended, it's not ending here. You know? Yeah, I, I think that, see, I, yeah, I think it's, it probably is done just because Triple H, I mean, what he said was, one guy, you know, you guys stay in here and whoever comes out the winner, you're done. I know. It's, it's it. going to be a situation where, but just from Ch- Champa's point of view, even though he apologized, even though uh, uh, he seemed to have had a moment of clarity mm-hmm. after uh, Candace kicked Johnny in the front area, mm-hmm. where he realized uh, this has all gone too far and maybe it's all my fault. Mm-hmm. And so he apologized to Johnny. And then once he uh, makes himself that vulnerable, then he gets kicked in the nuts and, and faces kind of the ultimate betrayal. Um, and from his perspective, knowing Champa as a character, he's not going to be satisfied with any of that. 
Okay, but if he if he came to the understanding that he was mainly to blame for all this and he apologized to Champa. Yeah. And then he gets the consequences of all this, which was a low blow from Candace and Gargano gets to walk out. In my opinion, I see that as okay, if this was truly my fault, I deserve that and we're good. I could see that. But at easily. the same time, at the same time, if 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 I'm laying that out to you and your response to that is not okay. Uh, I appreciate that um, is to have your wife kick me in the, in the butthole and, and you uh, give me my own finisher on, a, on, on exposed wood. Yeah. I might be like, all right, apology rescinded. I want to destroy you again. Okay. But here's the thing, dude. So you're going to apologize, but you're not going to accept the consequences of the actions. It's one thing to say, Hey man, I'm sorry. This was all my fault. But then, but then, and then you just get to walk away from it. I apologize, but as long as it's on my terms and as long as I get to get the win. Mm, mm-mm. I'm, not, no. I'm not saying this is how I would do it. I'm just saying from a storyline perspective, I could see where there's a door open where this isn't over. Yeah, and I don't know. If, if Ciampa comes out and drops a promo and says, hey, uh, I said I'm sorry. This is all my fault. Even getting kicked in the butthole and getting dropped on, a, on the wood, uh, I guess, in the long time run. That was my fault. All right, that's over. Uh, when Triple H, dude, when Triple H says you can do anything in here, but when it's done, it's done. To me, that says you can bring a gun listen, in here, yeah, shoot listen, a guy in the leg, and it's done. I understand all that. I'm just saying for Ch- Ch- from Chomper's perspective, based on why I know him as a character, possibility exists that he's going to want to show up on NXT next week and rip Gargano's head off. Yeah, I don't know. I I, I think I, by leaving by leaving the door open that amount, uh, crack that much. It just, it just, it's an unsatisfying ending for me. Okay. See, for me, it was fine. I, I, I was fine with it. I thought, I thought that the, you know, the, the swerve with the double swerve with Candace and then the, the fairy tale ending on the, on the, the wood. I thought that was fine. I mean, like you're I said, right. If, if, Champa had closure with him, with himself, you know, Hey, you know, this was on me. Because and that's what if, Johnny wanted. Johnny, Johnny said, you never apologized to me, Champa. Mm-hmm. That's what he said a couple weeks back. I never got a sorry. You cup, you sure, walked in here. Yeah. And and Champa finally gives that to him, mm-hmm. and and you know makes himself that vulnerable. I can just see from Champa's perspective. Again, I'm not saying this is mine. I'm just saying as a viewer, as uh, based on what I know about professional wrestling, based on what I know about Tommaso Champa, the character. Yeah, he puts himself out there. He apologizes, gives Johnny what he wants. Yeah, takes responsibility. Says it's all my fault. Yeah. Um. And then Johnny's response is not, "Oh, you gave me what I want. I appreciate that." It's 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 another betrayal. So I could see why Chapa might be a little upset about that. Yeah, for me, from my perspective, I don't see that at all. I think that like actions, you know, actions are everything. And it's like if you say I'm sorry, well, then you need to accept what's about to come to you. Um, so, and I just I just don't think that I think that the fact that they filmed this, you know, the way they did, and and it was like an hour long, and then on top of that, the, 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 so here's the thing: like a lot of this match, I'll I'll, go, I'll, I'll launch into my critique on it now too. Um, I'm going to take the Cena crowd a little bit here. Uh, have you seen the Irishman yet? No. Okay. Uh, so I kind of feel like <clears throat> the match itself was kind of pointless. Uh-huh. <laughs> Be, and so I'm, I'm really, there's a lot of parallels between this and the Irishman. It's way too long. Yeah. It was pointless. Uh, it was basically put in place because the algorithm event of NXT really likes Gargano Champa, right? And yeah. the algorithm of Netflix really likes Scorsese. And so during production or during pre-production on when the financing fell through for Paramount on The Irishman, Netflix stepped in and said, mm-hmm. here's gobs of money. Yeah. Here's the most money we've ever thrown behind a feature film, I think. Do what you want, because we know that Netflix could get its first Oscar contender, which it did. Yeah. And it's everybody doing sort of their greatest hits, you know, like yeah, I know yeah, you didn't see it, but you, you've heard ne- my. You know, I, I get the, the, the gist of what's going as Netflix going for the prestige picture. Scorsese doing the super long gangster type movie. Yeah, I get all that. It, it fills every every sort of thing that you want out of Pacino, out of De Niro, out of, you know, Pesci being there, too. You know, even uh, uh, what's his face? Uh, 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 the, the, the bad detective guy. Harvey Keitel was there. Oh, wow. <laughs> and so like it fills everything. And that's what this match was. And it was kind of blatant about that. Like there really wasn't a need for it. That being said, I'm not going to punish somebody for for giving people maybe what they want, because I think I mean, by virtue of this poll, anyways, 80 percent of people were like, yeah, I'm into this, even though there were some distinct flaws to the match. Um, 
I liked that they filmed it the way they did. I was I thought that was really cool. I thought, okay, cool. They get their own pre-film thing. It was way too long. Yeah, and whether it be the middle section, which I actually thought I thought, you know, when they went to the truck, I'm like, I'm OK. I'm OK. I never need a reason for that stuff, man. I'm like, OK, cool. Take it to the top of the truck. Why do we do that in video games? Because it's cooler. Um, and so oh, I was, though we do it. We do it in the video games because someone gets thrown off. That's why there is a payoff for getting on top of the truck. Someone gets yeah, thrown sure. off. Sure. There's no payoff cool. here. Gives, gives them a, gives them the opportunity to use Vanguard one for a shot. The uh, the drone shot. Yeah. Uh, so I'm, I'm totally fine with all that stuff. I thought on paper, on paper, it was probably a lot cooler than it was. It's funny because I've seen like the negativity I've seen. Uh, like I saw somebody say something along the lines of, uh, uh, you know, WWE wanted to, you know, they wanted to give us a match more boring than edge Orton and edge Orton. I swear to God, like 90% of that match was just walking. They were just yeah, walking, walk, walk, walking and brawling. And there was a lot of that in this match. But, you know, there was some more exciting moments. It the, was the way last... more brawling in this match than there was walking. There wasn't nearly um, as much. The latter third of this particular match is when they really started get, hitting home on the emotional aspect of it. And that's when I thought it really picked up and it started hitting its stride. Um, uh, and uh, someone here in chat mentions that it'd be interesting if, if the match would have ended with uh champa's apology like instead mm-hmm. of getting them you know going off in separate directions uh you know in terms of the moral compass of things where gargano at this point is 100 percent heel mm-hmm. champa having apologized putting himself out there taking responsibility for all the damage he had he has wrought firmly in the face te- uh, uh territory mm-hmm. but if if gargano finally got what he really wanted um no bit interesting if somehow I don't know how they would do that because what is what is like the two things Gargano said he didn't want to have happen, or one thing he want he want, he didn't want to have happen he he said he promised himself that Ciampa would never be NXT champion. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, if somehow that was one of the stipulations of this match, like if Ciampa won, he could never be NXT champion, or yeah. Ciampa lost, could never be NXT champion again, or something like that. No, that's one thing I actually kind of I, I kind of agree with in terms of the stakes of the match, I do think that there needed to be some sort of anchor to it beyond yeah, just, Hey, this is the last time you guys. Yeah. Gonna, you guys I mean, it seemed like this. when they first started going this direction, it was going to be a loser leaves NXT thing. Yeah. Yeah. Like that stakes, you know, Hey, Champa, if you lose, you can't challenge for the NXT title ever again. You got to put something really that's dear to you on the line. Mm-hmm. Literally, as he puts it, his life on the line to get your hands on Gargano again. Yeah. Something. Maybe if that was the case, I'd be more satisfied with the ending too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause it just seemed like part of it, I don't know. Maybe part of it when when Champa apologized, I was like, "Oh, maybe they're going to give us an ending we don't expect," mm-hmm. which is a, a, a you know a, a reunion of sorts, mm-hmm. a genuine yeah. reunion, or at least a genuine understanding that all right, we're both really flawed people at this point. Uh, maybe maybe we'll never be DIY again, but maybe because of this, there's a way we can coexist mm-hmm. without yeah. coming to blows all the time. Yeah. But now it just seems like all right, they're going to eventually come to blows again. Yeah. It might not be next week. It might not be six months from now but it's, the the door is open enough it's feel, it feels like to me that there's justification to come back around to it at a certain point might not be an nxt might be on the main roster who knows see that's I, i'd be fine with that because like man i i love that kind of stuff i i always wish that they went that route with uh and they kind of did at the beginning with uh, kevin owens and Sami Zayn, mm-hmm. um like how they kept on coming back around to them and i wish they would keep on doing that I, i'm i'm fine with rivalries that start off and then like if they naturally progress exactly, back into exactly. each other and then, i think part of this then, too then I'm fine is, with this, that. is this final match i don't know kind of felt i didn't i, I never really felt like the 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 motivation the build to it necessarily felt totally organic and then it, i understand they want it to be for the face of nxt because that's what gargano's match against finn was all about and he lost that and he feels like he needs to reclaim that title for himself yeah i i agree with that i think that that, that it needed to be for something more um that being said the match in i i thought that i thought that you know I, i'm never gonna i won't criticize somebody for being ambitious um which this match certainly was uh and uh but yeah i i think also you know i sort of mentioned this and I think it's sort of true about the latter stuff, too. I mean, it's it's true about a lot of the empty arena stuff. There are certain types of matches. So we, we mentioned this um, whenever the gauntlet match was. I think it was last mm-hmm. week. Mm-hmm. Um, certain matches need a crowd. And I do kind of feel that like earlier, early on in this match, I just sort of felt like, man, these matches were so electric with the crowd. So it's like, I mean, I don't know. I sort of like rate this match outside of their normal series of matches. Mm-hmm. Um, 
It be just because there, you know, there's no crowd. It's not live. They're not, you know, it's 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 more of a production than it is anything. Yeah. Which uh, I mean, if this was like if this was NXT's uh, experimenting with new ways of doing matches, if that's the reason to motivate this and say, hey, listen, if we can't do with Gargano Champa, it's not gonna, you know, it's not gonna work. I think it was a relatively successful attempt at doing that. It's just, man, a whole hour is kind of a lot. Um, it is a lot. It was. It was. It was way too. My hard. only other critique. My only other critique of this match really was I thought that it was something that looked good on paper, but Candice has never ever because I just don't think it's her. I don't think it's her. She's not the kind of person to put in a convincing, like, oh, I'm emotionally wrought. She's tough as nails, Mm -hmm. and that's what she conveys perfectly in her matches. Mm -hmm. She's not the type to be like, stop doing this. Why are you doing this? I hate my husband now. I've never liked her role in this feud ever. Yeah. Yeah. And although I really actually do like the plot twist of her kicking Gargano with the cup and then kicking Gargano in his butthole, and he doesn't. I'm I'm sorry, Champa. Uh, 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 you know, in 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 the balls himself, in the taint area himself. Um, I like that. I like the plot twist. Uh, but like the her emotion, her her performance as emotionally wrought wife, I've never been a fan of, and I wasn't really a fan of here. Um, I thought this instance she pulled it off better than she had in prior instances. Okay, all right. Um. Like like when she comes out and yelled stop 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 I'm like all right they're inserting her into the story again, but then uh, I just like that. Hold it, sorry not to cut you off. I just like that she drops off Johnny like she's soccer mom who has to go run errands, yeah. and she comes. The idea is she comes back and it's still not done. <laughs> she's know, like, are I you know. kidding me? I'm she supposed to be picking you like, up now, Johnny. <laughs> if it's gonna go over, you need to call me. <laughs> um, exactly. Uh, I, I, I thought it was interesting when, when she, her yelling at them to stop, I was like, all right, this, here we go again. We've been down this road before. But when she's like, I hate my husband because of this. I was like, oh, okay. Maybe this is an opportunity for Johnny to have a moment of clarity. Oh, yeah, sure. Champa apologized. He's had a moment of clarity. Again, it was just like, I was, I was, I was hoping we get something different. Mm-hmm, sure, this is a okay. different feud. Yeah. You know, uh, 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 we're so used to feuds happening where, you know, one person comes out ahead. This is so different than a lot of other feuds in terms of the depth of uh, of how they told stories. Mm-hmm. You know, using various instruments, not just as as weapons and matches, but as metaphors. Yeah, I mean, we saw that t- the the crutch came back, and 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 we saw sp- spots in this match harkening back to their previous matches. Yeah, um, that if they had done something different, where it ended, where no one pinned, instead of one of them walking out together, they both walked out together. I know it sounds like it'd be horribly cheesy. Um, that it just would have been different, and if. I feel like the pieces were there for them to do something like that and be like, all right, that makes this ending make sense. Mm-hmm. After all they've been through, yeah, they both realize that they, they're, they're both messed up and they both messed up. Mm-hmm. And and it, it, it takes to them basically beating the life out of each other to make that realization that they both did each other wrong. Mm-hmm, yeah, And maybe one more than the other if, if Johnny B believed and uh, they come to grips with that, they apologize for it. They walk out again, not friends, but with the understanding that they don't have to, to, to lay hands on each other anymore. I think it would have been spectacular if they ended the episode at a like a Wawa or like mm-hmm. getting some takeout at Denny's or whatever. They're in the Waffle back of House. Johnny's hatchback <laughs> eating some Wawa sandwiches and having, and, and having a cup of coffee. Yeah, that's good. And they do an elbow pump at the end. Well, like they, they and then the- freeze frame. <laughs> <laughs> While they somebody cut somebody cracks a joke and they all laugh and the freeze freeze frames. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I guess to me, I, I, it, you know, I was hoping for something different, and it was a situation where there's a, a, a you know a turn, and I don't know. It just it didn't feel that satisfying to me. But I haven't really been that satisfied with the whole relaunch of this feud anyway. So I guess it's just par for the course for a large yeah. one. Yeah, I kind of I like I like the end. I thought the, I thought the end was fine. I think the uh, to me I, I sort of I got it when like you know the the camera you know you see Johnny and Candace leaving the killer cross stuff was cheesy as hell. Yeah. Um and uh, and Gargano's or sorry Champa is just left in the ring. You know, and all he has is stupid Drake there, mm-hmm. <laughs> and he's like he's alone, and he doesn't have his best friend anymore, and he got kicked in the butthole. Um, I don't know. I thought I, I was satisfied with it. I just. Yeah, I, I don't see them continuing this, and I don't see a reason to. And if they do, I'll be like, okay, come on. You just said 
you yeah. just said. Well, I don't, I don't necessarily see them continue to get in the short term, long term. Yeah, probably. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie. And we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews. But now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Yeah, it depends. I mean, if they if they end up going to main roster, yeah. But in NXT, I'd be hard pressed. There, there's such a groundswell of, like new people coming out. I don't even know what they're going to do with these guys coming up. Yeah, no. Well, I mean, I do. I mean, it's going to be Killer Cross somehow. Yeah. Um, so How about uh, them having a ref bump in a in a, in a, a, a no holds barred, no DQ, uh, uh, empty arena match. I know, right? And playing to the finish, no less. Yeah. Um, but like as try the, as they might to shoot the cinematically, they can't escape the tropes of pro wrestling, especially NXT for a huge uh, takeover level matches. I do. I do appreciate, though, that WWE, I, I hope that they have they have, you know, if, if they've learned anything and maybe it's and hopefully it's not just to sort of satisfy the current pandemic situation. But I hope that they've learned, hey, you know, there are other ways you can you can frame these things There are other ways you can shoot these things. There's other approaches you can take mm-hmm. to pro wrestling, mm-hmm. not mm-hmm. just although I mean, nothing, man, I don't know. Nothing beats a freaking live crowd, you know, and, and, and you got them in the palm of your hand that there there is something special about that. But that being said, be cool if they took this approach a bit more. Anyways, we've talked about this match quite enough. Um, let's talk about the other big thing. Uh, that happened, and that was, of course, the ladder match mm-hmm. uh, between Io Shirai, Tegan Knox, Chelsea Green, Mia Yim, Dakota Kai, and Candice LeRae. Uh, I thought this was a wild, wild ladder match. I thought it was that a was lot fun. of fun. I uh, wish fun. there could have been a crowd for it, but uh, what do you I know. Do? I mean, we talked about this before. Not only do NXT seem to put on match types that benefit from having a crowd, the way they also book the matches uh, seems to require a crowd. Yeah, it definitely helps. It definitely helps. I mean, um, you've seen it on AEW several times, like the 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 tag match on on uh, Dynamite last night. I didn't need a crowd. What a benefit from crowd, but didn't need I one. Like how you always go to AEW. Well, I mean, it's 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 a, it's it's, a, it's it's the the alternative, if you will, to WWE's product, and not just in terms of it being a different company, but I think philosophically the way they approach things um, is at times different. So that's yeah. why that's the reason I bring it up. Uh, so we're gonna get Io Shirai versus Charlotte Flair. That's rad. Yeah, that's cool. Apparently, that's really uh, they cool. said on commentary that's one of the reasons uh, she came to WWE to NXT was to uh, eventually have a match against Charlotte Flair. So, EO gets her wishes. Commentary said that really. That's cool. Well, I didn't. Morrow I didn't did. catch. That. I guess I shouldn't say. <laughs> commentary was Morrow this week, so I should say Morrow. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, that's cool though. Yeah, dude, I, I have such a honestly like that's one thing that I sort of, I just I sort of tune him out. I I, I can't help it though because he wasn't. Did I tune it him out? It was just him. Yeah, no, no, no. I know, but he wasn't on that the the Gargano match, was he? 
No, there's no commentary for that. Okay. <laughs> I was like, dude, can I really tune him out not that much? Yeah, he was, he was, I'll be honest, man. I just, wonder too, because they didn't show him at all, right? No, I, I didn't see sent, I didn't see I him. What if they all. sent him the tape and he did that from home? That could I be. I think he lives in British Columbia somewhere. That's entirely possible. Yeah, that's entirely possible. Um yeah, he was too much with that ladder match, I'll be honest with you. Like he needs he needs a couple I don't know, man. I, I don't know. I, I I go through phases with Moro. I think they should bring in Moro exclusively for takeovers. Because I think for takeovers he does kind of heighten the the thing. The gravity like, toss of the shows, yeah. It's but just for re- regular TV, man. Just give me Tom Phillips. It's, yeah, I like Tom Phillips a lot. It's also he benefits from having Nigel with him. He does, and he benefits Nigel, from a, he benefits from a crowd too, and a, like a yeah. large crowd, yeah. not just the Nigel, full crowd, a large crowd. Nigel benefits, or Moro benefits from Nigel being there because Nigel can keep things grounded, even though Moro was, you know, doing the pop culture references and and you know and all the kind of stuff that he does on a regular basis to, you know, and he's mentioned to take over in the right circumstances, him kind of going overboard with stuff just bring extra drama to the match. But, uh, you know, and, and our, you know, this ladder match was supposed to be a takeover match. So I guess you can make the case that Morrow calling it makes sense. But, you know, uh, you really miss Nigel talking about how specific moves affect wrestlers in very specific ways. Uh, uh, grounding uh, Morrow's calls with the nuts and bolts of pro wrestling and how a move affects the, 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 that person's opponents. And I kind of miss, I really miss that. Mm-hmm, yeah. Yeah. No, I, I agree. Totally. Nigel's great, man. I told you uh, during that, um, during that Finn Balor bit when they were showing, uh, Oh yeah. The other of, guy's really good. Yeah. I don't know who that is. He sounds like a British version of Gino almost mm-hmm. because he's really into it. And I don't know who he is, but man, I got like I was watching. I was like, God damn, I should really get back into UK. I ain't got nothing else to do these days. Um, so, uh, anyways, uh, if you want to go through the bigger beats of this match, uh, oh sure, feel, feel free. There was some pretty nasty spots. There was a table yeah. set up at one point. Um, here we go. Okay, so uh, Raquel Gonzalez gets put through that table thanks to like a choke slam. Uh, uh, powerbomb combo from Tegan Knox and Mia Yim, respectively. And then T- uh, Dakota Kai kicks Tegan Knox off the top rope right through a ladder that was set up ringside. Mm-hmm, yeah. That looked rough. Yeah. Um, and then the finish saw Candace and EO brawl on top of the ladder. And then EO shows Candace off and she lands like back first right in the corner of a ladder that's set up in the corner. Ow. Yeah. yeah that looked like a Ow. Um, and one of the stories going through here was uh, Chelsea Green. Uh, took a chair to the leg mm-hmm. and she rolled out of the ring and Robert Stone was trying to get her to be- get back in the ring and Chelsea's like, mm-mm, done. And yeah. at one point, Chelsea's trying to climb up the ladder and Robert Stone gets in the ring, climbs up and basically starts pulling her up <laughs> rung by rung yeah. to try to get her that briefcase and then that ladder gets pushed over and then they're out, out of the equation after that. Yeah, that was one thing that I thought was a bit on the, I, I don't know, like if you have a big crowd there or even a crowd there, and he's there, and like his voice is sort of masked or meshes in with the crowd. Then it's like it's better than when it's just his voice. It just comes off as bad community theater acting. Oh, I kind of, I, I, I mean, I'm not gonna necessarily. The acting wasn't perfect, but I, I appreciated that there was there was desperation in his voice. He's <laughs> like, yeah. this Chelsea Green is is my brand in this ring. Yeah, and if she loses again. Yeah, that's not good for my brain. There's a level of desperation there that I actually appreciate, not just in terms of his actions, but in terms of actually his performance. Um, and it wasn't perfect by all means, but he was hitting the beats. I understood what he, what his motivation was. I think I, I think I've come to grips with the fact that Robert Stonebrand is going to be one of those things that I'm really anti right now because he just comes off as like indie manager to me. Mm-hmm. But like within three or six months, whenever we get back to a crowd, I'll probably really like him. But I think that's kind of the thing is is he 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 hypes himself up as this huge brand, this huge deal. Yeah, springing forth out of nowhere, having done absolutely nothing. <laughs> I think that's the idea: is that he is indie manager promoting himself as a huge worldwide brand. Really, I thought he was supposed to be big worldwide brand who's lowering himself to coming to NXT. No, I think he is indie manager who's trying to present himself. As <laughs> oh, huge worldwide is he just brand. trying to get started? He's like, yes. he came to he came to Florida with one hundred fifty dollars, exactly at a Kia Soul, <laughs> and and he he talked Chelsea Green into joining his brand because he he thought he. Uh, he, he could find ways to get her, uh, you know, higher up the, the pecking order in NXT. He was and like, they both come to the realization that's not going to happen. Yeah. He was like a mailboy at some like a uh, agency, like a talent agency. He was like a male kid. And uh, he's like, man, I'm not getting a break here because everybody hates me. And so I'm going to just venture off on my own. Yeah. 
I'm going to go start Robert Stone brand. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to talk to everybody. I'm going to carry myself like I know what I'm doing, and I, I think I'm a, a huge deal. But I know I'm not. <laughs> and unless I start hiring people who could, who could showcase that I actually have the ability to run my own brand, people are going to soon realize that I can't run my own brand and I'm a fraud. <laughs> <laughs> so that's I'm going to climb that ladder myself, man. I don't, I am not, I am not a wrestler. Neither are you, but like when they got launched off that ladder, when, uh, who was it? Megan, Mia Yim and somebody else, I think pushed that ladder off and Chelsea green and, uh, and Roberts, like Robert Stone did the thing where he just lands on his feet and he makes it look like he, his head hits the turnbuckle and then he bounces off. But Chelsea green did the thing where like her knee goes on the rope. Yeah. I think she had to do that to sell the, the story of her leg being hurt too. I thought that's how I took it. Yeah. That no, was the no. Same leg that got hurt. Yeah. No, I agree. But man, that spot is so scary looking. Yeah. Cause you kind of landed with all your body weight potentially on the, on the other leg and that could lead to, uh, something bad. Your uh, camera has froze oh, it has. while you while you get that fixed. Uh, we'll talk about this. Uh, let's see here. They did a, a recap of Finn versus Imperium, which included uh, some stuff from uh, NXT UK where Finn Balor, Mr. Baylor, took on uh, 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 Alexander Wolf and uh, Imperium tried to get involved. The rest tossed the ref tossed them. Uh, Wolf tried to take advantage, but he couldn't. He hit his uh, drop kick, coup de grace, and not a really nasty looking 1916. Yeah, Wolf almost flipped himself over on his back. Yeah, that move. Yeah, so he got the that. Then we got a Mr. Baylor promo uh, where he says him and Walter share a lot of traits. Uh, physics, physics, like size is not one of them. No, uh, no <laughs> nor fin, is it two fins equal one Walter. <laughs> right, nor is it you know impressiveness of abs. Uh, but they uh, they do things on their own time. They have creative control over. I thought that was funny. Yeah, creative control over the, their worlds. And I was like, is Finn just saying that literally they have creative control over what they do in NXT? Seems like it. Yeah. So it's, like three people like we it. know of: Goldberg, Baylor, and Walter have creative Walter, control. Yes. Yeah. And uh, he says Walter will learn the title he holds is on borrowed time. Yep. So we'll see how that works. I don't know where Walter is stuck. I don't know where Baylor is stuck. <laughs> but everybody, I know D- Jordan Devlin is stuck in Ireland. Yeah, Finn posts stuff on uh, social media quite often, so I don't know if he's in the states. When he, when he, I think he probably, I know he posted something during Mania of him and his and his lady uh, in some sort of resort type looking thing. Yeah, they were wearing like sunny clothes. Yeah, yeah, so they're in a hot tub. I just pulled it up right now. Okay, <laughs> is there? That's is someone's there, house. That's a really nice house. Is there geo tracking on it? Well, he makes a lot of money. Yeah, no. If that's his place, that's a pretty nice place. I can, man. I remember Carl Anderson said he has like a, a, a basically like a palace in Orlando. You think all the housing, yeah, housing said, prices there can't be that expensive? Uh, you think uh, all the Bullet Club guys sort of have houses near each other? That could be. Well, I mean, AJ doesn't. AJ lives in, in Georgia. That's true. What about well, I think uh, I think Adam Carl Cole? Anderson lives in Florida. I think he used to live in Ohio, but I think based on the the video of him in a swimming pool with the enclosure around it, that's probably Florida because you got to keep those gators out of your swimming pool. <laughs> yeah, um, I don't. I have no idea where Luke Gallows lives. <laughs> uh, uh, Killer Cross, he probably lives in Florida now because he's in NXT. They ran another vignette for him. Probably uh, the same one they've ran the last couple of weeks. After that, we had a brief video package uh, showing uh, Raul Mendoza and uh, Joaquin uh, Wild getting kidnapped again. Was there any update like any, you know, hey, we're, we've contacted the law enforcement about this stuff? Mm-mm. I, I feel like uh, uh, NXT is their own kind of sovereign nation. <laughs> and <laughs> yeah. So they police yeah. themselves. That's the only reason I can uh, uh, explain this. Like uh, why uh, uh, William Regal didn't contact the authorities when Alistair Black was attacked. That's kind of odd, though. And then, like your 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 governor is also your sheriff, or your lead your lead law enforcement officer is also the guy running the place. Yeah, it seems like it could be you know just rife for uh, conflict of uh, interest issues. You know. Hey, why did they give Everise like a thirty minute match against uh, what are they called? In Indu Share. Indu Share. Yeah. This was the 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 like the least uh, impressive squash match I've seen in a long time. Yeah, it didn't make Indu Share look very good. They no. couldn't even handle Everrise, sponsored well, by by Blue Chew. Well, then like they could, they did. It wasn't like this match was ever in question. Yeah, but if you're gonna have like a ten minute squash match, maybe it just felt like it was that long. If you're gonna have a ten minute squash match, and I told you this uh, uh, via text while I was watching it, 
if you're going to have a 10 minute squash match, you got to have like a disturbing level of violence doled out by, uh, in this case, Indushare against uh, Everrise because otherwise it just feels like, all right, why, how come they're having such a hard time getting around to their finish on these guys? <laughs> this match is well in hand. <laughs> There's no question. As soon as there's introductions, you know who's going to win. And it's and it's not like they were extending it to dole out more punishment. No, they it was, just it had like, a hard time like grabbing onto them. It was it was a situation where like, okay, we're going to go kick you in the corner a bunch. Like if you're going to do if it's going to be a ten minute squash match, like the level of violence doled out by the winning team or the winning participant should be make you basically uncomfortable should be excessive like marco stunt yes. versus uh, uh archer. Lance archer that yeah. was that took forever but it was because he was getting enjoyment out of diff- the different ways he can dole out punishment yeah in this case it was like they couldn't figure out how to like do what they wanted to do yeah no but they but they had no problem like uh uh, uh retaining control of the match you know <laughs> yeah <laughs> the match yeah. was never in question they were never in a situation where they're where they're where they're they were in jeopardy of losing it was like when I played GTA five on overrun and like, I'm half paying attention to what's going on and I'm trying to steal a jet and I'm just not really successful at it. Yeah. It's like, it's not because I can't necessarily it's because I'm paying attention to like five other things. Yeah. I could catch if it was induce share induce. I couldn't catch that. Even though Morrow said a couple of times, I couldn't tell if there was, if the S at the end of uh, is, is, is silent or not. I couldn't, I didn't. the mystery continues. Maybe we'll find out next week or the week after. Yeah. After that, we had Adam Cole poolside in his own uh, uh, palatial estate, I guess. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and his, uh, his gamer palace, he has his, there, yeah. <laughs> his gamer. His Twitch channel is called the Chugs, but C H U G S is all capitalized, so maybe that means something. Maybe oh, okay. somebody in chat here will let us know because I just discovered it very recently. Interesting. I saw some reference to it on Twitter, but I didn't know. I didn't know. Uh, uh, what it was exactly anyways he cut in this promo uh which is shot on his phone he calls the velveteen dream a pretenda he says you beat one of the toughest guys in nxt allegedly bobby fish and uh, you might have gotten lucky there but you don't deserve this title still yeah he calls a pretender this is the most laid-back build to uh, an nxt title match ever there's like zero urgency <laughs> and if Velveteen Dream somehow wins, this is be met with a collective shrug. <laughs> I know it, it will be, might be a good match, but I don't know, dude. The groundwork uh, laid down uh, has not been great, though. Yeah, uh, they, they really we, shouldn't. They really shouldn't do a title change here, man. They really shouldn't. No, no. Uh, we saw got some Charlotte Rhea Ripley stuff. Um, same Charlotte interview that ran on Raw mm-hmm. and then a brief little uh, Rhea Ripley bit backstage. She's despondent. Uh, they showed kind of a truncated version of their match at Mania. Um, and then after that, we got Gargano Champa. Um, you know, could go through the major beats, but I think at the end, is, is, you know, they really, once Champa produced the crutch, and the crutch has been such a huge, important part of this story, crutch and knee brace. Weapon, yeah, no, we we talked about it plenty already. We, like let, let's just fast forward. Like we, we even talked about the end. Let's talk about the most obvious Easter egg we've ever seen on NXT. What were Killer Cross and Scarlett Bordeaux doing in the car? Did they have the Wawa sandwiches and coffee? Maybe was a hand job happening. Maybe they are a couple, or they were doing each other with that. <laughs> Maybe. They're a couple. They're a hot couple. I'm assuming they have a very active sex life. Mm-hmm. Maybe that was happening. But like, why is it? No, why is it? You know, number one. Here, here's the thing, dude. This is two things that bug me about this. Number one, the, his promo where the clock strikes midnight. The clock should only strike midnight once, right before he appears. Mm-hmm. Okay, because it should be like a countdown. It should like, be like in Watchmen, where the Doomsday Clock is hitting midnight, and then when it finally hits midnight, that's when the shit hits the fan. Yeah. Exactly. Right. Yeah. So that's number one, because we got another killer cross vignette like earlier in the episode. We mentioned the same one that they ran the last two or three weeks. Yeah, it's the same thing. Number two, sitting in a running car with the dome light on (laughs) with the dome light on. Exactly. And they're both staring at the camera. And even though they're slightly out of focus, it's clearly them and Candace and John. If anybody is in a car near me that close to me and it's running and they're staring at me i know i dude i'm gonna look at you i'm gonna point it i'm gonna be like all right well i don't know what you're doing there but i got my eye on you yeah and i look what they say 
You're Killer Cross. Hey, it's you're Killer Scarlet Cross and Scarlet Bordeaux. Bordeaux. I'm a big fan. Hey, you guys come here. You guys come here. If you want to beat someone up, Tommaso Ciampa's in that ring. Yeah. Do you go he's, here now? Do you go yeah, here? Now? Do you go here now? Ciampa's <laughs> in that ring, and he's just ripe for the picking. <laughs> I beat the crap out of that guy, and then she kicked him in his asshole. So, so like, if you want to go and kick his kick his butt some more, have at it. Here, I have a, here's a tip: target his asshole. It's already red. <laughs> it's probably inflammation has set in exactly pain ensues he might have trouble walking at this point she has a steel toe like a, 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 a it's a steel toe tip and oh, it hit boot, yes or shoot flush to asshole yes go I take care it's swelling it. up go take care of it so yeah they're just stalking i mean that yeah 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 so there's nxt let's take some questions man let's sure. take some questions let's take some questions I'll go through here and look at the highlighted messages. Mr. Dub. Oh, we already answered that one earlier. Uh, dang MQ. So who would play the role of Candice during a Steve versus Larson match? Hilton or Cal? Um, so I think Hilton it would, would turn, be. Hilton would do it to, for your benefit. 100%. You think so? Yeah. Okay. I'll take it. Um, Cal would do it, but very joking. Like Cal would be like. Look at these two idiots, mm-hmm. like knowing full well that he could just gut, gut wrench the shit out of both of us. And that would be the end of it. Yeah. Uh, Zondo, uh, you like they use seven different kinds of cameras ranging from a three thousand dollar movie camera all the way down to a PS2 eye toy camera for this main event. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, let's see here. Dominist points out an Instagram post from Johnny Wrestling himself. And uh, it's like a trophy case, and it says running out of room in the trophy case, and the cup is sitting up against his NXT trophy. Yeah, he, he should have. Rub- you know what he should have done to make this really spectacular? He should have stolen the Nakazawa thing, and instead of using a cup, he should have used his dirty, you know, uh, thong. Yeah, or he should have taken the cup and rubbed it in. Sean Put it over his like, make him like breathe through it. Yeah. Like it's a, he's like, oh, like, here, here's your mask to protect yourself. Breathe my uh, ball sweat. Exactly. Cody Miles said, so you just officially permitted the word F. Now everyone could say it. Is this something in chat? Did you let everybody say? You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Rated PG-13. Uh, uh, the F word chat here. Yeah, I've done that. Uh, I've done that many times. Oh, okay. I've allowed. I've allowed the F word in there. I'm cool with All that. Right. Well, I mean, he's uh, Ryan, If he wants to ban somebody, he can ban somebody. There you go. Uh, Ryan K. Lamb just finished up a 14-hour shift at the ER. Have a good stream, friendos. Uh, hope you're you're staying safe out there, Ryan. Yeah, man. Hope you're doing good. Uh, Nemo, with Charlotte being NXT champ, should, be, should she be exclusive to NXT until she drops it? Yes. Uh, did she say or did somebody else say? No, she said she wanted to be on other brands. I hate that. That's stupid. You get the title, you defend it on the... Why, okay, so fine. Let's have the Universal title defended on NXT now. No, why is it that that no, title should be going Live. other... What? Universal title defended on 205 Live. Yeah, right. Why should that? Why should the NXT title be a traveling title? Like, the, the Cruiserweight sense. title, I understand, but that it still shouldn't be dubbed NXT's. It should be dubbed WWE's if it's going to be defended on other brands. Yeah, but it's not. Usually, it's only defended on 205, which now is uh, NXT subsidiary and or NXT itself. Uh, Ryan Luckman, do you think that if this type of match between Johnny and Ciampa took a place a year ago and Candice turned, then would have come have come off better? No. No. I think if it was in the look, I think if that if if it was in the heat of when that feud was happening, sure, because time has passed. I mean, you've noted the hug. Um, they've gotten together yeah. as DIY. 
I mean, if all that stuff had taken, if all this stuff had taken place oh, back yeah, then, yeah, sorry, yeah, if you take the hug out of it through the 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 brief reunion, yeah, if it had just been bang, 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 yeah. Uh, Dang MQ has Gargano gotten stale in NXT because he's been there too long? Mm, no, I don't believe in that. I believe that it's all based on creative. I think that if creative is laying a turd, I think that I think that any of these people can do all sorts of cool stuff if the creative mm-hmm. is good behind it. Yeah, I think uh, I, I think the same of all those people. I think that if if there's cool creative stuff behind it, I mean, dude, they've been doing that with you know Raw and SmackDown. It's like, yeah, are they always great now? But you know, they find ways. Like Seth Rollins has been on Raw for God knows how long, and it's like. I still appreciate Seth Rollins. There was a period of time six months ago when I didn't, but then before that, I appreciated him still. So, yeah, like, yeah. as long as they keep finding interesting things to do, no, of course they're going to be great. Well, no, I, th- I think part of it too is maybe the, the 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 reason why Johnny, the perception that Johnny might be getting a little stale, because he's been kind of doing more or less the same thing. For he has years. been doing the same thing. Hey, I'm face of NXT guy. Yeah, yeah. And while he took a few detours, his match against Ricochet, the feud with Balor. Uh, by and large, it's him, Ciampa, circling each other for the better part of two years, and I can see why that might get a point tiresome, especially when uh, at this point it's you know it's up to interpretation whether the 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 the, the rekindling of this particular feud is really organically motivated and really justified. Jonathan, Candice should kick both their buttholes in a triple threat match, put an end to the feud. That is an outcome I can get behind. Oh, a triple threat match? Yeah, with Candice, and Candice wins. Ooh, that's good. Mike Demopoulos. So the eventual story will be Charlotte in pursuit of her father's record title reigns. Will they count her NXT runs in that equation? I always like questions like this because it's like fans trying to get to the nitty gritty of like, what are they going to count? What are they not going to count? Even Ric Flair's like title, like they have it at 17. Even what's that? Oh yeah, 17 would be. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Um, I think if you really count it, it's like 20. It's like 25, isn't it? Yeah, I think it, it depends how you count it. Yeah, um, but I think in the past they have count. I don't think they've counted her NXT title reigns because I what she they say she's a ten time. Mm-hmm. Okay, Raw and SmackDown was champion, but if you count the NXT, she's up to twelve. Uh, Diehard Homer, what uh, was what happened in the main event? What would have happened at Takeover if it wasn't canceled? Also, Wawa stopped making food to order for now. I guess that makes sense. Um, yeah, but other other restaurants are making food to order. Yeah, maybe they don't have they can't they can't offer curbside pickup at Wawa. I don't know. Uh, um, I don't think it would have been filmed in the way it was. Right. I think the story beat probably would have been the same though. Yeah, roughly. If they had, if that, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I don't know if they. I don't know what came first, the story of the match or the pandemic. I don't know. Uh, let's see here. So uh, the rain trigger. Since Shawn Michaels is part of NXT creatively, what? What are you laughing at? <laughs> Diehard Homer's question here. Go ahead. Just finish your question. Okay, 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 okay. okay. <laughs> get back to it. Since Shawn Michaels is part of NXT, I want to know what version of Shawn is better before disc surgery or after disc surgery? Um, I like I mean, to... All... Go, I'm sorry, go ahead. All around post uh, back surgery is probably the better Shawn Michaels. He was still performing at an exceptionally high level. And uh, it seems like he wasn't quite uh, uh, the a-hole he was back in his previous run uh, once he returned from uh, resolving his back issues. So if if the match quality didn't suffer and he seemed like a better dude and easier to deal with, give me the the second run. I feel like there's a caveat there. I feel like you're you're waiting to say a but. No? No, there's no but. No. <laughs> okay. I kind of I kind of appreciate in retrospect just how off the wall of an asshole this guy was before he left. The only thing I didn't appreciate as much about a second run is when you used to do the crotch shop, it'd always be up here. There's so, a second run. Yeah, I agree Rather with that. Um I kinda like prick Shawn Michaels because he was so overboard, especially towards the end, like in DX. Like you like basically I've seen the outline of his dickhead. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. you have to appreciate when a wrestler is going to go that far. Oh, trust me, I do. I do. Yeah. But if you're talking, what's the better run? Oh, I think I think technical. I think the better run, especially because his like his like in ring like the storytelling was so good in the second yeah. run. He yeah. was just a lot cooler in the first run. Yeah, he was really cool. Diehard Homer, maybe Cross wanted to wife swap. Wait, wait, what? Maybe Killer Cross wanted ah, to wife swap. Yes, that's what it is. Oh my God, we could tear like, that. Hey, Hey, Johnny Candace, want to have a key party? Yeah. 
It's like uh, uh, we could tear that vignette apart and look for clues to uh, what their gimmick is. Because like when the clock strikes midnight, it's not doomsday hour. That's when you pull the keys from the bowl. That's F hour. Yeah. Uh, Sky Otonic, not a question, but I found a news story. I wonder if Stephen Larson seen his non-news. It's from Fightful. I, I, I saw Gargano's this, uh, like, Gargano looks in the key bowl, and he's like, well, there's only one set of keys here, and they're to your car. <laughs> he's like, I can't even choose my own wives. Uh, that would be superstars pitching to get the pile driver back on TV. Did you see that on Fightful? I did see that. I think apparently uh, when uh, – who did it? Uh, Damian Priest and uh, Matt Riddle or somebody? They did yeah, that. They got in trouble. Didn't for they it. do like a destroyer from like the second rope or something? Yeah. And they, they got, got in trouble, trouble for that because they didn't clear it first. That's great. Uh, White Brownie, Rhea costs Charlotte the title and tells her she doesn't need the title to beat her. Meh. I think Rhea needs to beat Charlotte for that belt. You know, I kind of like that though. I was thinking the same thing because here's the thing I don't give a shit as long as Io Shirai gets the title. That's all I want. I don't yeah, think it's going to happen. Huh? It's not going to happen. It's, it's great if it were, were to happen. I don't think it's going to happen. I wouldn't give a crap how it happened. I just want her to have that title. Uh, Zondo, should one of these wrestling shows actually acknowledge the fact that they are batch taping shows and have that worked into the story? No, I don't really see how that benefits. No, I don't. No, I'm. I mean, if they could I mean, do I don't some, care. I don't think I just don't see how it benefits the the, the product. Yeah. To say, oh, by the way, this this match was shot three weeks ago, you know? Oh yeah, I don't really care about that. I did. Uh, oh, not, we did. We forgot to mention though. I did. I did really like uh, Triple H's uh, short roll at the beginning. Oh yeah, I thought that was cool. They show up and he's just like slumped in the corner, like cool guy. Sure, yeah, yeah. All right, yeah, so yeah. here's the thing. I want some shots of me first, and I'm just gonna be in a chair in the corner, just chilling. I'm waiting. I like for that he wears he wears a suit and tennis shoes. Hey, you're on time. That's good. I like. It looks when like he's wearing some airwalks. Remember airwalks? Maybe be early next time. <laughs> Airwalks, yeah. Look at my, I got some. I got some British Knights through eBay. Do they still make British Knights? They might. What's the other one? There was British Knights, and there was a. Uh, um, what's the other one from back in the eighties? There was L.A. Gear. Yes, L.A. Gear. That's the one. Do they yeah. still make that? I don't think so. Oh, somebody can make a mint if they get that name. They are the ones that had the lights and the in the heels of the shoes. Yeah, it was rad. Uh, diehard Homer, since PG-13 movies can use the F word once, what one promo from history would you insert the word? Pipe bomb, uh, pipe bomb, pipe bomb. He's, he says the Austin 316 speech. Oh, that's a good one, too. Yeah, that might have stung, especially uh, Jake. Yeah. He was, yeah. you know, uh, uh, born again. So. Oh, for um, me, it'd be the pipe bomb. Give me a different answer, though. Uh, imagine if, if Ric Flair could have said the F word. Oh, wow. That'd have been great. How about this? How about Vince uh, when he took over Nitro for that day? And he's like, I bought my fucking competition. I know. Imagine Flair cutting that promo on Bischoff. Fire me. You can't fucking fire me. Fire me. You already fucking fired me. <laughs> Eric Bischoff, you're a piece of fuck. <laughs> <laughs> you're a piece of fuck, really? <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> uh, the glorious broken sound wave how did johnny's wife found where they were at he dropped off she dropped off johnny they were just next door they were just next door to the yeah, yeah. they were in that it's yeah. by the same storage area they use for the engine <laughs> right engine exactly or, uh, used to be a mechanic shop i don't remember this promo mr dub says the brie bella should have died in the effing womb promo I am not aware of that one. That wasn't AJ Lee didn't say that in that one promo, did she? I don't remember that. I would have remembered that. What promo was that from? Who who said that? Was that a Kane thing? Glenn Jacobs. Nikki said it. Nikki oh, said it. God. Wow. Wow. That's rough. I think I think that that didn't need the F word. That's harsh <laughs> enough. That stings hard enough. Yeah. That stings hard enough, man. Wow. 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 How about oh, what about this? What about a uh, John Laurinaitis. Hey, everybody. It's time for people fucking power. <laughs> John, what? Johnny Ace, really? <laughs> fucking people power. There you go. <laughs> uh, actually, I mean, the real answer, the real answer, of course, is uh, Jake Roberts talking to Cody. Hail fucking Caesar. Fuck. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> 
uh, Die Hard Homer says, or when Paul uh, Smo Joe threatened Paul Heyman, use the F word. Then oh, that that'd, that'd be too good. that'd be too rough, man. That'd be too rough. That'd have been good. Yeah, gosh, that was still one of the best segments. That was really great. <laughs> Alex C, Sid. how about Sid? I've got half the fuck you do. <laughs> oh man. Anyways, I think before we get demonetized, we should probably call it a day. Yeah, probably. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We definitely appreciate it. We'll be uh, later on. We'll be dropping a news brief on you. So uh, thanks for watching. Until next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye. you know and trust is now Angie and we're so much more than just a list we still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly we can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish so remember Angie's list is now Angie and we're here to get your job done right get started at Angie.com that's A-N-G-I or download the app today Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today.